Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. location here for Curtain Talk Episode 5. It's Drama Queen CDB. And KB. What's up? We're back for Curtain Talk and we are literally enjoying the great outdoors here. I got my Tennessee whiskey hat on you know, trying to keep the sun off my face because we're outside, people. We're still in shutdown, so the building's not available to us. But you know what? We don't care. We no pare sigue sigue. Got to make sure we get our rehearsals in. So we're literally on the grass. We got the music playing in the background. And we're getting it in. So how Dude, about a, that? A whole car cast. You got, <laughs> we do. We're literally, I'm in a lawn chair. We're in the, like, literally the, the GMC is our location. We're studio. like tailgating. Ta- literally we're, tailgating. <laughs> yes. We're tailgating music rehearsal. Tailgating in El Barrio. And uh, we got the soundtrack playing in the background. We have our altos sectional. Uh, going on on the grass pretty soon we'll have our baritones out here and uh yeah we're just we're gonna keep and we're on not talking saxophone <laughs> we talking vocals <laughs> it is a music rehearsal for in the heights so we you know some challenges because like i said we're our, our building is going to be open to us next week but until then we're not losing time so we have our music rehearsal outdoors um we'll be here again tomorrow weather permitting and then next week we'll be back in the building like nothing ever happened. Pretty much. Pretty I much. I mean, a lot happened, but... Oh, yeah, a lot happened. But, you know, we're going to keep on if going. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Because I'm literally looking at chalk lines <laughs> on the pavement here. You know, we marked marked out zero. (laughs) They're on the pavement here. So we were literally practicing dance moves yesterday. Thankfully, the weather has been beautiful. So we haven't really been, you know, too worried about rain or or anything like that. So we've taken advantage. And, you know, we have the full parking lot to our disposal. Chalk lines are laid out. So we know where our uh, position is on stage. And now we're over by the grass close to the building. Obviously, you need access to power for music, <laughs> so that's a little, you know, caveat there. But, um, yeah, just thankful we're still able to do it, and, you know, because April showers bring May flowers, and thankfully we have not been rained out, so we're just going to keep our fingers crossed for today and tomorrow. And that's true, because our show's in May, so if you want to get everybody flowers, like... Totally! Bring them flowers! They deserve them! Because, let me tell you what, these kids are putting in their work, and they sound Always. great. Always. And Always. since it's music rehearsal, we're just going to do a whole full-blown soundtrack podcast. Full-blown soundtrack podcast. We're going to be talking specifically about the lyrics, how lyrically dense this show is, because there's just lyrics upon lyrics upon lyrics. Um, and it's definitely a lyric-driven show, because a lot of the storytelling is told in the music. So I felt it was... You know, a little I feel important. like that's a Lynn staple. It's a Lynn staple, yeah, because there's just so much information he fits into a song lyrically. Like, even if it's Broadway or a movie. 
Because even like Moana is exactly, super yeah. like, musically inclined to like help tell the story. Totally tells the story of music. Yeah. So there's definitely some key lines in there that kind of just stand out. Um, sometimes you find us quoting them in all the time, regular like conversation. Like ninety six thousand times. Ninety six thousand times. <laughs> On the dispatch. That's one of many that you're gonna hear in this podcast. One of ninety six thousand, probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, we do the sound check. Check one, two, three. That that's us. There it We're is. on the dispatch. 96,000 times and you know, of you know, course, it's, it's April. It won't be long now until it won't we're on be stage. Long now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one. It just keeps going and it won't be long until our tickets are on sale. Yes. Segways. Segway into ticket sales. So, segways. Segway. Oh my god, that's another <laughs> thing. Please put a pin in that cuz I have to mention that. So, we <laughs> So Okay, go back to ticket sales. So ticket sales, um, we thought we were going to be a little delayed, but we're actually right on time. Like We're going to be pretty ready for our pre-sale for our cast and crew because they get first dibs, of course. Um, Their pre-sale is going to begin on April 16th. You'll get a super special secret uh, promo code for that. It's a week from the time you're listening to this. Exactly, yes. And then uh, it'll be open to the public by May 1st. So it is going to be limited in-person seating, but unlimited live stream for our Friday Shout out there, Maury. Yes. Like, it's going to be amazing. I'm so happy we're able to do this live stream. Um, There's a lot of people out of town, a lot of people that are still concerned about coming to, you know, in-person event. And Do you think the live stream will be something you use moving forward even after like covid's done i would i would still like the option i mean i i'm a huge fan like of said, live the people theater. that are out of town and everything that yeah. can't necessarily make it to exactly Buna. especially for a high school show because i know a lot of the yeah. kids have you know family that live out of town and whatnot alumni and just, and- alumni yeah and just to be able even if it's just one out of a couple of shows that is available as a live stream that would be great you know they could still show their mm-hmm. support from wherever they are they can see it live you know, because it's not going to be pre-recorded. It's act, they're actually going to see the live yeah. production. So it's as if you're right there in the auditorium with them. So I think moving forward, I definitely would like to continue it if it's allowed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, all of this had to be, you know, permission from Concord Theatricals because that's where we got our, our rights to perform from. But I think across the board, they've made it very um, accessible for these shows to be streamed. So I'm, I'm looking forward and to I think it's something that, that, like, just more. with, like, how the world is now, it's, yeah. it's something that... I think Broadway might even adapt, you know, exactly. it's like here's a digital ticket to watch the performance right. once they're back on Broadway, which looks like it's on the way up. Should be coming soon. I know. I, I was hearing a lot of things about maybe April or not April, um, August or September. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely something to look forward to. A lot of these uh, newer shows that didn't even have the opportunity to open on Broadway and that were delayed are, are looking forward to their opening night. And, you know, a lot of the shows that were still running on Broadway are able to come back and, and continue their runs. So that's exciting too. So they turn that light on, turn the light on. That's That's it. Keep that ghost light on. Keep the ghost light on. So yes, no pare sigue sigue, which leads me to the, how would you say? Sique, 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 sique. Nobody even knows how to pronounce that. (laughs) So of course the kids were challenged with having to learn some Spanish which is great because, you know, most of them do take Spanish They're not in all me. school. <laughs> totally bilingual, of course. KB, not. You know. <laughs> I mean, we do pronounce it Buna Regional Middle School, which is completely wrong, but we're, we won't mention that. But 
no pare sigue sigue has definitely been the mantra. So for those of you who don't know, it obviously means you I know, feel like you're gonna get that tattooed. I, <laughs> that might be tattoo number three. We shall see. That's I, gonna be on the other foot. It's gonna be on the other foot. Yes, it makes sense. It just it doesn't even mess with my stride. Nope. Just keep it moving. <laughs> We don't stop. We keep going. So, of course, that's our mantra, again, for all of 2020, 2021 school year. It's just we we don't want anything to stop. We want to keep going as normal. Obviously safe, you know, with masks and social distancing. But we don't want to miss out on anything. So, no pare sigue sigue has definitely been our slogan. So, we added that to our official apparel. If you don't know, you need to look it up because it's now available for you to purchase. It's in the description of the podcast. Exactly. So, make sure you're looking for and that. And it's hyperlinks. You can just... Boom. Exactly. Quick and easy click. Done. And you get right there to the order form. So it will be a slogan that is visible on the back of our shirts. Uh, again, you could do short sleeve t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, or a hoodie for those chilly nights in El Barrio. But no pare sigue sigue. There was, there was a slight little typo. Um, Some ghetto looking <laughs> spelling. It was like throwback to like 2010 when people were using Q's as G's. Yeah, I and didn't that even drove know that was a thing. Nuts. <laughs> like, you want to talk about, like, visual nails on a chalkboard? Yeah. Q's as G's. It looked is really exactly bad. That. I was like, um, I think we might have to change that. So, yeah, thankfully I caught it. I caught the mistake. So it is fixed. Can you imagine if they printed it with Q's? I would have I would have burned each and every one of them. Each and every one of them. Like, no, this You would have con ballistic. Yeah. And- <laughs> So yeah, Sige is spelled S-I-G-U-E, but unfortunately for the typo that we noticed, it was spelled with a Q for some reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. But like I said, we caught it, so it is fixed. You will not have any typos on your apparel, thankfully. So again, get those orders in and you'll be they sure. They look fire. Like they, this they look great. might yes. be my favorite merch run we've they done They definitely for look a show nice. They're a nice the light era. color in the KB era, yes. They, they're nice light color, you know, for warm busy. weather. They're not real busy. It has a nice logo, you know, of In the Heights. It's got some uh, silhouette dancer images the on there. The colors go with everything, too. They like really Red does. and blue goes with just about everything. Just about everything, yeah. You can rock it with a pair of jean shorts on a hot day. You can rock the hoodie on a chilly night with some sweats. But, yeah, definitely want to rep our show. So get your merch, people. Get your merch. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. So back to the music. So we have a little a little pause in the rehearsal there. We're we're looking at our our altos, socially distanced, of course. Um, they're like way way over there, <laughs> but like we're in the shade, so so they're in the sun, so they're probably baking. Poor things, but um, but they sound great. Baking so, with Baker coming to baking YouTube. Baking with Baker, yes. Oh Just my gosh. kidding. It's not coming. It's to not. <laughs> or will it? I don't know. Dun, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about some music today and some of the iconic lines and lyrics that we witness all the time in this production. So of course, uh, I don't know. Why don't we just start with the opener? Banger. Banger. Yes. Namesake of the show. Absolutely. Title song. It it gives the entire premise of what's going on, who's involved. Introduces pretty much all of the characters minus nina she gets her own little intro before i was song. involved in theater mm-hmm. and i like listened to soundtracks and stuff like that i was like they just gave the whole show away what the hell is going on oh yeah and i was like 
what are we doing? Like, I know what's going to happen <laughs> I know now. what's going to happen. <laughs> that was like such like a movie like mindset for yeah. me. And it's just like, oh, okay, it makes sense. They're just setting everything up, That's but they don't it. give all the details. They away. set everything up. You get introduced to all the characters. You kind of have a little bit of a backstory. So you know where the where Usnavi comes from. You know where Abuela comes from, the Rosarios. You know a little bit about Vanessa's background and what her deal is. Um, in relationship that Usnavi has with Sunny and how chill that is. But for the most part, you kind of get a little bit of Usnavi's identity crisis, mm-hmm. so to speak. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah, I'm here. I'm in the States. My my parents died. They left me this, this place here that I'm kind of responsible for. But he still doesn't feel like he's got it figured out. So that kind of lays the foundation for his story. But then you kind of start to realize that the other characters have similar dilemmas like they they don't know their true identity or what is actually home and and where they kind of fit into the puzzle piece of washington heights so i just i love how the lyrics of the song definitely lay all that out for the audience yeah and it kind of plays into like what we said like the lyrics just flow the entire like storyline of what you're about to like indulge in right right and it's not all rap it's definitely sung um but I think the rap option for Usnavi definitely plays up to his character because he's kind of like the storyteller. Like he, mm-hmm. he definitely, you know, talks to the audience directly, breaks the fourth wall and is kind of like the narrator slash lead character. So definitely him having most of the rapping of the show lends itself to being that storyteller and, and laying down the foundation of where everybody else's stories kind of fall into play. Plot twist. Usnavi is Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the universes collide. (laughs) It's like Caden pointing at Ryan Reynolds. Spider-Man meme style. I know, right? Wait, I'm Mew. You're me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, I think that song and just like the the music of it like just the instrumentation like sets up like kind of the vibe of the show which i really enjoy because it definitely has a flavor to it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like like i said it is wrapped but it definitely has that latin flavor there's a lot of that um like the salsa music in there um there's a little bit of that quick pace merengue feel as well there's even like speaking parts in yeah exactly the dialogue itself you know what i mean just kind of like gets thrown in there in between so it definitely, um, you know, just the whole, the overall feel of the opener really does incorporate a lot of those pieces. And it just makes for a nice, you know, um, I guess like a, like, like your first taste of what the rest of the show is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the other part of it is, is like you kind of get a sense of. like what we talked about with like the set and everything a couple episodes like it gives you a it inserts you into where everything's taking place right right which i think is so important for a show Uh uh-huh even if you know like say the show came after like the movie or whatever it i feel like it it helps you enjoy what you're about to watch more if you're inserting yourself into the whole dynamic of the show right right because the show actually opens not with Usnavi, it opens with Graffiti Pete. Mm-hmm. And the opener is kind of like a, a medley of all these different 
music genres, which is typical of what you would hear on a local radio station in Washington Heights. You'd have a little bit of, you know, the English hip hop sound. You'd have a little bit of the dance sound, a little bit of the the Latin salsa merengue sound. So just uh, kind of having that image of him flipping through the stations already gives you that, you know, United Nations feel of the show of that all these different genres are covered. And and just to be able to look forward to, oh, we're going to hear something like that in the show. And it kind of it's a nice little appetizer. For it's the part audience. of the theme of the show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So just having all, all these of our different... English majors. Out I, there. <laughs> I did learn something. There school. you go. <laughs> uh, but after In the Heights comes Breathe. And I think it's one of the Ooh. most like soothing and like easy to listen to songs in the it entire is, show. It is. And when the guys were learning it, because Biragua guy starts it and, you know, Usnavi adds his vocals eventually and then it's it's a really um, I describe it as a lullaby. Like mm-hmm. I tell them in the, in the rehearsals, I said, this is not like you're not belting this, you're not really singing this out to the audience per se. It's more like a, a tone setter. It's like ASMR. And <laughs> ASMR, but music style. And I tell him, I said, yeah, th- don't feel like you have to belt this out. This is literally a lullaby. And it's, o- and like you said, it's very soothing. And it's like a taste of home. It's almost mm-hmm. like a home-cooked meal for it Feels Nina. like you're outside. It really does, yeah. And it's like she's reminiscing about being home and what home felt like as a child in comparison to what it feels like now, knowing the bomb she's about to drop, you know, to her parents and what that outcome is going to be once that happens but overall the song is really soothing and it's just a nice homage to the old school boledo and you know the 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 music my grandmother you know still listens to which is awesome yeah i didn't learn that word yet still boledo yes a slow ballad yeah and then we get our our favorite one of our favorite recurring benny's dispatch benny's dispatch it's our intro Check one, two, three. It's Benny's chance to really get on the microphone and show his skills and how much of a driving force he is, you know, just in life in general, how ambitious he is with his goals and whatnot. I am Benny. Yeah. (laughs) The white boy speaking Spanish on the dispatch. Hola, amigos. Hola. The non-Latino playing it up like he is Latino. <laughs> but you know what? When you live in it, you feel like you're a part of it, you know? And he definitely embraces it. Kyle's awesome on the dispatch. He's, you know. He's had that song nailed since It's a name jump. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole name. Uh, and it kind of played into one of our hilarious bits from last week's episode. You know, mentions Manny Ramirez. Oh, the mention of Manny Ramirez. Yes. Manny Ramirez is canon to In the Heights. Just saying, like, you're mentioned in the show, so you're kind of like a, a character. That would have been hilarious if we had enough kids to have somebody dress up like Manny to just walk out on stage, <laughs> swing the bat a little bit. He's in town this weekend. <laughs> I kid you not, I've been looking online for a Manny Ramirez jersey for one of these nights. <laughs> I should probably have a poster of him hanging in the bodega. That would be That'd awesome. That'd be fire. That would be amazing. Boston Red All right, Sox, mental Manny. note, yes. Red Sox, Manny Ramirez poster. So, hey, listeners, if you have one and you want to have it featured on our set, by all means, feel free to Hit share. Us up. <laughs> Hit us on the socials. Because this is like 2005, right? When this I all think kinda... yeah, it came out 
the show itself came out in 08, so it's very much present day. So, so either way, it's yeah. coming off a of Red Sox World totally, Series. Totally, right. Before they won and in 07, they won. Hey, so there you go. It could be a very recent poster of that of that World Series win, so why not? So it makes total sense why they're talking about Manny Ramirez, Total too. sense, yes. I mean, I love Big Poppy too, so. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I think Benny's Dispatch is like the first like banger song on the soundtrack yeah. i'd say like the the opening number is good it's a tone setter but like when you get into the bangers like you could just put on repeat oh then Benny's yeah, dispatches, Benny's dispatches on that playlist yeah that's on a repeat <laughs> that just hit that on a loop it's so good especially driving because he's talking yes. about like yes. the traffic jams and like, everything like, i'm like, coming I here totally for rehearsal it's like this. all right let's go <laughs> let's see what the traffic report it's is like, today right, let's check go. with benny's dispatch it's like you're you hear the shakers and everything. It's like, right? Let's go. It's like you take some smelling salts or something. I know. It, it just wakes you up. Fired up. It really is. And then uh, track four, It Won't Be Long Now. Oh, that's a classic merengue. That's a banger right there, too. Nice little quick pace. I love it. I absolutely love it. That's one you could dance to any day of the week. Any day of the week. I mean, really vocally challenging because the lyrics are so fast. But, you know, our Brianna's brilliant. She nails it every single time. Then we get into No Me Diga. No Me Diga. That's a personal one for you. <laughs> it is personal. I, it's How fun was it to perform that song? one of my favorite songs. It's just, you know what it is? Because it's so close to what the culture is as far as the regular conversation mm-hmm. between people and i know there's the stereotype of the uh of the salon girls talking and you know gossiping and whatnot it's a hundred percent true percent barbershop true. talk lebron and, james has right. a whole hbo series called the shop exactly it's a real thing right and it's across the um cultures across yep. the ethnicities like we know when you're going to the barbershop or the uh salon tea is being the spilled tea is being spilled and you're getting the latest info you're getting the latest gossip and you know not to be mean to talk about people it's just literally just you want to be in the know and nina hasn't been around so that's where she goes to get the local scoop and it's just it's, it's like so much fun twitter it, <laughs> <laughs> vocal twitter set to music and it's just so fun, and it's very it's playful, upbeat. upbeat. You know, what I mean, the girls are having a good time. They're cutting up on each other, you know, making jokes and whatnot. You know, calling out Vanessa, thinking that you know she really doesn't like Usnavi, but she really does on the DL. So, you know, those little bits of gossip in there to kind of, you know, touch a nerve to see what she thinks is totally. And you know, real this life. is early two thousands because they're talking about taxis instead of Ubers and Lyfts. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> those things weren't even around. But it is New York, and taxis are still around in New York. Still around, yes, in every color. You want to add a song to the banger playlist, it's No Me Diga. (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) So funny. And then I think the banger of all bangers, Uh 96,000. 96,000. Like, that's something you could throw on at a party. Nobody knows what the song is. But you'll have people getting down to this song because it is down to this music. It is so much fun to listen to, so much fun to dance to. Like even the kids, like that was probably one of the first songs that they would just 
they just love rehearsing. And, you know, we'd ask them, hey, is there anything else you want to sing before we call it a night? We got to sing 90 and 6,000. Like, they just on Early it. on, I put it. in the group chat, I said, yo, I forgot how much of a banger 96,000. Yes, I'm telling you. Like, that's the one, That definitely that one. And Benny's Dispatch, those are, like, loops. Those are guaranteed on loops. Point. Fire. Like, that's the song that comes on. That's, like, you have your shower playlist. When you listen to the music in the shower. <laughs> Basically handed down to her from her mom because she came to the States very young. So she's telling the stories that were told to her. And now that her mother is long gone and she's left to tell the stories of those that came before her, she's uh, continuing on that legacy. And, and when she realizes, you know, she got the winning lottery ticket, spoiler alerts, beware, <laughs> she... Um, she doesn't know what to do. So it's kind of like a, a shocker to her. How good is Aaron? On that oh, show? man. Aaron is great. What a legend. Aaron is a legend. Absolutely. Aaron is a sophomore. And I'm so happy I have Aaron this year, next year, and the year after that. So. And that we had her last year. Yes. It wasn't one of those first-time senior I know. Types. Yes. We have some time. I would have I came right at her ankles if she was that. <laughs> Best believe with the cross. Best ha! believe. <laughs> Chopped her up real quick. So I hope Aaron doesn't have the legacy that Kara has because Kara's legacy is like Kara's first role as a female was eighth grade, and uh -huh. her last role now as a senior is female. <laughs> Everything else in between, she played a male. Now, like I said, unfortunately in Buna, we are kind of small, so you know our numbers weren't really balanced. So. No, I hope this is Aaron's legacy. She plays the old woman perfectly. I know, the mom. She plays the mom, like, amazing. Hair and in the bun, glasses, crossing cross hand. hand. <laughs> Rosary probably tucked in the pocket. And shout out to my friend John Radicasa, who will be coming out hopefully tomorrow to abuelify Aaron and get Aaron ready for her photo shoot. Cause we gotta, we need a nice little picture of Abuela in her finest. John's gonna come on the podcast too. Gotta come on the podcast, absolutely. It's a must. Yes. So shout out John Radicasa if you're listening. We gotta get You've you. You've been in here. warned. Yes. The, <laughs> the dispatch has and been all of your on. brilliance. Uh, when you're home follows. Oh, when you're home, that's a good one. It's that's nice little like gut punch of reality it is yeah like it starts off so cool like reminiscent and you know today's thursday so we're like hey throwback thursday throwback to when we were younger enjoying life and blah 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 and not then, that we aren't now but <laughs> of course you know, we always it's a lot easier other. when a lot easier your joints are moving <laughs> not like the tin man if you know you know <laughs> let me tell you what i, I took some leave yesterday because my dancing body is not what it used to be <laughs> It's so nice to just sit back and record the podcast today, not have to dance. <laughs> Give my body a break. Confirmed. Mrs. Bryant <laughs> is a podcaster. Oh, yes. Confirmed. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then we get Sebastian's... Uh, oh, Biragua. What a fun song. His big like, old entrance. Like, you you hear the the theme song of Mr. Softy. He does mention Mr. Softy and how they're like... Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. Never will be. But never will be. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you're battling the Piragua guy. But, like, you hear that music and it's iconic, so you already know the truck's coming around the corner. But Piragua guy and his Piragua song, that's got to be such a blast. Sebastian roll, too. It's such a Sebastian roll. Like, he just feels it. Like, he's got the the lyrics down already. He's got the whole vibe of just, you know, I'm spreading the happiness of 
handing out piraguas on a hot I summer day. I picture it's like Sebastian went from being Corny Collins and like his his cable got pulled, like his show got canceled. <laughs> so this is his new job, and he's rebranding himself. Right, right, right. <laughs> but he's bringing the piragua to a local barrio near you. And I can't wait. It's such a fun song. I can't song. wait to see Sebastian, like, yes. just put on a show of this. <laughs> He's such a ham. He really is. <laughs> a ginger ham. I love Sebastian. He's awesome. Uh, then we go to the club. Oh, the club. Well, funny story about the club. The club was the first choreography we taught. And that was totally on purpose because the club is very challenging. I think it's like a eight or nine minute song it, it feels like forever for a lot of these kids because they're like dude we're not salsa dancers <laughs> and like it's literally 95 percent dancing because it's a six minute song it's a soundtrack. six minute song on the soundtrack and let me Which tell you what you're on stage that's a long, that's a long time. time that's a lot of eight counts to have to remember and then there's partnering there's turning there's dips there's splits there's all kinds of stuff um but they were up for the challenge and they're constantly asking to review and, you know, let me double check with my partner and let me, I got to review this. And because they, they want to get it right. And it's so challenging for someone who's never done partner dancing before. Like, it's one thing to learn an A count by yourself. But when you're relying on a partner to either turn you or dip you or lift you, like, it's, it's extra challenging. We should have the dancing with the stars judges come on. Out exactly. Here. Yo, can I get a Derek Huff here? Like, hello. A huge fan of Derek Huff, by the way. Get my man uh, that just loses his mind every time somebody does it. I said 10, my <laughs> Italian brother. Exactly. Oh, my God. Please give us 10s. They're working hard. They deserve it. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, with every night at the club, there's a blackout. There's a blackout. Well, you know what? Blackouts usually happen here, too, but we call them different blackouts. There was, a, there was like the Hulk <laughs> showing of a blackout the other day. We talked about how you, you're like Bruce Banner and you, you kind of control the I Hulk. I kind of control it, yeah, but there's but sometimes I just I kind of lose your face turn green a little bit and <laughs> it was ready. The stare was there. The stare was there. And but as yeah, the kids say, I do, if looks could kill. If looks could kill. And sometimes it's just the look, and that's all they need to kind of, like, <laughs> revert back to normal and get their act together. But Blackout Brian is, again, my alter ego when stuff is just not going right. And, you know, like I said, patients run thin after why you're a not while. a doctor. I know. <laughs> you're a doctor. You'd be out of business. I would be out of business, out of work. I'd probably have 8,000 different lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, you wouldn't have lawsuits because you wouldn't have patience. Right. Paciencia y fe. Callbacks. It's crazy. Um, blackout, though. Oh, yeah. Put it blackout. on the banger playlist. Another cause... banger, yes. Just like from the first note that drops and just the panic ensues. So good. Nobody knows what to do. And that one's kind of a long one, too. It like, is. It, it kind of like flows from the club into black right right they're at this high you know of dancing their hearts out and you know it's like a 10 minute run almost between those two songs it really is because there's literally no time in between it blends one into the next and you know tensions are high at the end of the club leading into the blackout and then blackout leading into the end of act one so it's like a, it's a marathon once the club starts it's literally a marathon to the end of act mm -hmm. one it's so good and yeah. it's like the perfect like all right act one's done Exactly. Yes. What's coming next? What's coming next? It's it's like that suspense song, which I like in shows. Yeah, yeah. It like keeps, keeps you wanting you, for more. Yes. Especially if you don't know the show, and it's like, okay, what is going to happen now? Right. Like, I am on the edge of my seat, 
It's like watching WandaVision. I know. Like, what is coming that you start <laughs> theorizing in your head? After a 10 minute intermission, like, what's going to happen next? The please stand by screen comes on. You want to punch <laughs> your TV. I know. Uh, but after a blackout comes a sunrise. Ah, oh, yes, yes. The next day, you know, things look a little different. The aftermath of the club is now over. And I love how sunrise opens with the sound of the coqui like that's such an iconic sound if anyone has ever been to puerto rico it is such a soothing like i know here in jersey we have crickets and they're kind of cool i have frogs in my neighborhood yeah you got the frogs yep and i hear those too but the coqui is such a unique distinct sound of the island i remember when my kids went like they knew right away it wasn't it wasn't a bird it wasn't a cricket like it wasn't (laughs) it was like that's a unique sound and it's like it's so iconic and so distinct of the island so for them to start it um in that song i just i love it it's such a nice touch and then like we do on this podcast every week we tell hundreds of stories hundreds of stories another one And the puns continue. Oh, I love it. So yeah, hundreds of stories is a great duet with Abuela and Usnavi, and it's just another bonding moment for them, and and thinking about their dreams and hopes for each other, as well as you know for the neighborhood and what their legacies are. So it's a nice little rendition. I love it. And on that one, that's just enough. So enough. enough. <laughs> oh yeah, Camila shows her true self. She's. She's had to manage through a lot, a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of lying, a little bit of, you know, not the whole truth. But, yeah. She's, so help me God. So help me God. She's had enough and she's going to let you know. And then uh, we get into the part where Corey is like losing his mind. <laughs> choreographing. So Corey choreographing Carnaval. Barrio. That has been... A mission literally impossible. Impossible. Because Carnaval, as I was mentioning to the kids yesterday during rehearsal, it's the it's the most upbeat, happy moment of act two. And then literally from there it kinda like that's when the show starts to come to its resolution. So I told him, I said, it's gotta be at a hundred percent you know what i mean so we're trying to get formations right dance moves right you know we're throwing flags up in the air and there's just so much going on that it's, it's the culture piece of it's the, the culture entire show. piece yeah you know what i mean like every flag is represented there and, and there's all it's kinds epcot. of dancing and i know it's epcot <laughs> slash united nations slash you know everything everything so it's it's an iconic piece and it's and it's such a recognizable piece and i think that's what the pressure is you know when you choreograph and when you stage is that you want to make it right to you know to do it justice and it's like the song where like everybody kind of like just lets it go like you let it fly like whatever happens it is a legit party song yeah and it's definitely on the banger playlist oh absolutely absolutely total banger longest song in the show if i'm not mistaken What's that? Longest song in the show. Ooh, is it? Seven minutes and 26 seconds. Eee, that's that's quite a long time, yeah. So it's a little bit longer than the club. Than the club, yeah. Yeah. But right. again, another one that's huge with dancing. So It's a song that tells its own story, too. Right, Which right. is rare for any type of music. Yeah, like- and again, featuring multiple characters. Now we really get to see what Sunny feels like, where Daniela's from, you know, where Carla's from, you know what I mean? So it's it's a nice little moment where other characters are featured and you get a little bit of what their backstory is as well. Yeah, total banger. And it's like the memory song. 
It is, it's yeah. Like when these guys look back at this show, this will be the one that they like. It triggers like that memory. Absolutely. And then uh, we got to hit the dispatch again, but Ooh. not for good reason. Not for a good reason, yeah. We go back to the dispatch. We get some news. <laughs> no and spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna leave that leave that there. Yeah. It's like the ultimate mood killer, though. It is. <laughs> like you go from blasting right for like almost ten minutes exactly of a total banger. Yep. And then and it's then like, it's ooh, like, reality check. You get sucker punched in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely an emotional part of the of the show. And then we go to Alabanza. Alabanza. And the lyric from the song, alabanza, means to raise this thing to God's face and to sing quite literally praise to this. So it, it pays homage to such a faith-based culture and, and to be able to play that into the relationships that each of them share together and what these people mean to each other in the barrio. And, and like I said, just to give honor to them is it's a beautiful moment. It makes yeah. sense why we hear the gospel music in the background. I know, <laughs> I know we, hear it, we hear it happening in the background. Uh, Such a pretty song. And then we go to Everything I Know, which is the ultimate <sighs> tearjerker. Um, yeah. Heart in your throat. Yes. Stomach sinking. And we, I talked to Jesse about this, and I think I mentioned it last time yeah. on a podcast where said so you just got to give yourself that moment to just be there and make it real for you because you can't hide it it's a it's a very deeply emotional song and it hits a lot of nerves mm-hmm. and even if you're not singing it even like if it's you're not like the most it, like relatable it is hitting song yes i've heard in a long time and, and i like, told her like not even like i wasn't even singing it i was like speaking the mm-hmm. words and going through the blocking and i was getting emotional you can just listen to it yeah. and it'll hit you different oh yeah such a pretty song because it's like damn near almost everyone can relate on some level to the lyrics of that song and i think that's what makes it what it is right right exactly so listen if you don't know what we're talking about the soundtrack's there y'all need to download it or you know if you don't want spoilers just get your tickets when they drop next week that's right (laughs) come see us we'll Uh, sing it for you and then sebastian gets his reprise yes things change a little bit for the piragua guy you know, it's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a similar song, but he's very much more triumphant in this version. So it's a nice little, you know, moment for him, which I enjoy. And then we get the champagne without the poppy. No Drake in this one. <laughs> yes. Finally, the bottle of champagne is shared between Vanessa and Usnavi. So, again, another nice moment for them to share. And... You know, allow their characters to kind of connect in a way that just didn't happen early in the show. And with every sunrise, the sun goes down. The sun goes down, yes. That's a Nina and Benny moment. Again, everything kind of coming to, you know, some sort of resolution based on things that have happened earlier in the show. So, again, no spoiler alerts, but beautifully sung by Kyle and Jesse. So, Definitely don't want to miss that. That's going to be a beautiful moment for them, too. And then we get the finale. Ah, oh, the finale. Staging the finale. The the epic, <laughs> the epic leap into the air, hovering over the stage, punched to the floor, Jaden DeVal. Amazing moment. Can't wait for that. Once that beat drops and the dancing starts, it is pure celebratory 
emotion and it's just a great way to end the show so epic favorite song in the show oh <laughs> you know i knew I, you, you know were gonna I was ask that there. dang it favorite song in the show i i need a category like banger that i could all right play we'll go favorite banger favorite tearjerker Ooh. and favorite just like musically all right so favorite banger I would have to say is, ooh man, that's tough. I I gotta go with the club. I'm I'm ooh, a salsera. Yeah, I'm a salsera at heart, and I just I love the salsa. I used to dance salsa with my dad, and that would just be, you know, anytime a salsa comes on, like you're dancing, guaranteed, guaranteed. Ninety six thousand is gonna be on my Apple Music like twenty twenty one like recap yes. list. You it's gonna it be so often. I know. The time. <laughs> yes. Favorites, uh, that's definitely one. Yeah, so my banger, yeah, bangers is the club. Um, tearjerker is everything I know. Hands out. There's oh no, God. there's everything nothing that compares. Yeah, because I I put myself in Nina's shoes, singing those lyrics, thinking of all the people in my life that it relates to. Like it's, oh yeah, I'm an emotional wreck. Yeah, yeah. like there's been. Three out of the five shows, I think, I've cried in the KB era. Jesse's going oh, to make me cry. Absolutely. Especially just Hands like down. knowing that she's been around the entirety of the KB yes, era. Yes, exactly. It's gross. It is. Stop growing up. Stop growing up. Don't be such an adult. That's why I was so thrilled when I found out Vinny was a freshman. Today. I know. He's going like, to yes. stick around for a while. Yes. I wanted to do backflips. I was I know, ready to right? run through a wall. I saw that in the chat. I was like, wow, I guess he didn't know he was a freshman. I mean, Buddy looks like he goes to Harvard and he's like a third year <laughs> college student. And listen, Vinny is our stage manager, but let me tell you what. He may claim to not be musically inclined and maybe a little shy to get on stage for a musical, but he is quite the actor. He's in my theater class and he's just he's an amazing actor. Memorizes lines, like he has the 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 emotive, you know, expressive way about himself and he's 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 an old head too. Like he likes the classic movies and he's always quoting movie quotes. It's just he's a fu- he's a fun student to have around. Here's the fun hypothetical. Would you rather Vinny be your stage manager for the for this show in the next 3 years or would you want to see Vinny get on stage? No, Vinny's got to get on stage. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll give him stage manager this year around, but he's been around even on days where I don't really need him. Like he'll show up because I think he just likes the whole process. I love when he drives. Oh, I listen to the whole soundtrack. <laughs> he's a fan. He is a he's fan. And I'm telling you, he he's going to stick around. He's definitely one. He's definitely one to, to be on stage. Definitely next year. He's I put best. my money on it. Uh, and then favorite song musically, just like. Favorite song kind of puts you in that like theater mode and mm. you're ready to roll on stage, especially wow. since you've been in this show. Yeah. <sighs> Favorite song musically, I guess I gotta go with Carnaval. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, that's just it's fun. Like I said, it's a party song, and that's literally that's the whole premise of it like the whole reason why Daniela starts singing it it's like you know what everyone's like in this slump we're just gonna bring out the party and just enjoy each other and that that right there in itself is just perfect hands down it's just immediate banger immediate banger that's another one you could throw on the party playlist yeah yeah, exactly everybody's vibing (laughs) yep I love it 
What a soundtrack. What a soundtrack, yeah. Is this the best soundtrack of any of the shows we've done in the KB era? Wow. So you got Bring It On. You got Aida. Whoa. The show that must not be named. The sh- <laughs> Sister Act. God, uh-huh. they're all good. They're all good. Hairspray. Oh, man. I can't decide. Of all the shows not counting in the heights, I'm trying to think of the one that I probably played the most. I Each think one has like their signature every, yeah, song that you remember too. Everything has their signature sound, and I think vocally, as far as like the harmonizing, I loved Aida mm-hmm. soundtrack. Yeah, we had such strong vocalists, and they were just hitting these harmonies, and they had these beautiful moments on stage. Like it was just they were amazing, and then like Sister Act with all the like gospel <laughs> sound to it. Oh my God, that was just Sister so Act much fun. was a uh, Jeopardy answer the other night. Was it really? Yeah. Oh no! It was I a Broadway it. category, and Sister Act was one of the answers. Yes, let's go. I, was like, I know that one. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Got my Broadway knowledge going on That's here. Me. <laughs> I mean, they said Whoopi Goldberg, so like, come on. If come you don't on. know that, if like, you don't what know, are we doing here? You got to get in the in the mix. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I worked on that show. <laughs> let's go. I know. Um, oh. but yeah. I, since it is Throwback Thursday, I mean, like, it is Throwback Thursday. Best songs from the shows in the KB era. Ooh, best songs. Oh, I gotta go back to Bring It On. It's another Lin Manuel. Yeah, I mean, Bring It On had such bangers too. Um, Welcome to Jackson. Yes, and that's the it's one. all happening. The- oh my God! Like I can't decide between those two. It's all happening is like that one has its own gif of the guy is like it's happening. I know. <laughs> that's what I think yes. of every time. They were so much fun. Like it was just a fun show and they like great dancing, the stunt work that we had to learn, like yeah, that was definitely a fun show. Cross the line. Yes, yes. Shout out Dom. Shout out to Dom. He was vocalist in the background. I love it. Uh Aida. Oh man. The bangers in that show are astronomical. Yes. And like I said though, like the vocals I was watching something the other day and and I think it was like a poll or something like what what song was your favorite from Aida or something like that and I I chose Written in the Stars like that was a great song and then the one where they're all all four of them are singing yes um one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken oh my gosh yes the picture I remember from the that stairs. yes that was such a good show man I missed that show I gotta say I loved another pyramid yeah oh yeah <laughs> that was about so that was about it's like that's on loop <laughs> yes oh my gosh shout out Norris yes um, shout out to Norris the show that must not be named <laughs> <laughs> listen I think I blocked it from my memory not saying that the kids didn't do well. They did. It was an amazing show. But, man, what a monster show. Oh, there was just so much going on. Ginormous cast. Like, I literally, like, I probably lost a good five years of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I started going gray. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 27, to put it in perspective. Yeah. I had to order that a lot more That show made me grow this beard. Color. I know. <laughs> So I could have something to pull out. Right? I know. It's like, ah. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy bonkers bananas. I can't even think of a song from that show that, oh. like, I'd get down to. Mm, it's got to be Sala Salu. Yeah. That's just a lovely song. Dom sings it all the time. Shout yeah. out to Dom. It's like one of his favorite songs. And Dom, you sing it so beautifully. 
But other than that, I probably would like to set that show to, to bed and never. Can we give it, it like again. a Viking funeral? I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> never to be seen again. Sister Act. Sister Act. Mm. Take me to heaven. Classic. Oh my gosh! Classic. Classic. Take me to heaven and. Oh, the one that was the tearjerker in that one. Oh, my gosh. The tearjerker was Sister Act. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that definitely, that was a challenge for, for me when I did it and a challenge for Felicia because was, that was a very heartfelt Hi, Felicia. Moment. Hi, Felicia. Yes, baby. Got to have her on the podcast pretty soon. Yeah, there's just so many. And the and the great memories, because like I said, these are songs that you could just put on a playlist and relive yeah. the whole moment of those, you know, memorable moments all over again. And then uh, Hairspray. Wow, Hairspray. The That's last so show recent. of normal. Yes. Ooh, what was a good one for Hairspray? Like a like a bop to dance to or just like a moment? Both. Mm. The moment was I Know Where I've Been. Yeah, that stands out That's the in my jerker. head. That's the tearjerker. That I mean, even the kids like they were I like. I hate that Kendall made me cry. I know <laughs> she did it. It's like that meme where the dude has like the mask over his face, smiling, but underneath he's like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> he's crying, he's crying his face off. So that was definitely an emotional moment song. And then the the banger it had to be. You can't stop the beat. Yeah, the clothes. Yeah, this. I was a big fan of cooties. Wait. Trying to think. Circle, circle, dot, dot, what? dot. <laughs> oh my God. It's so relevant now, too. Everybody go get your cootie shot. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh my goodness. Karen nailed that. She really did. Yeah. She played she that really role did. to a T. Oh my goodness. So and good. those wigs. Snatched. The wigs were insane. Another shout out to John Radicasso. Made them look amazing. Yeah. Totally legit. Cooties is a bang. Like yeah. the music from it. I'm just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and now we can say we got our cootie shot. <laughs> Facts. We're double vax. Facts. <laughs> Is there oh anything from any of the middle school shows musically that stands wow. out? Wow, middle. I think the number one favorite that stands out to me is Lion King. It's just an pre-KB. epic show. Wasn't yeah, here. that's a pre KB, right? Yeah. In my that, world, that doesn't exist. I know. <laughs> it's like, huh? <laughs> what show was that? Yeah, I just I loved all of the music of Lion King. Um, oh, you know what was a real challenge? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Mary Poppins Jr. Because shout they actually included. Yeah, shout out to Natalie. They included the original choreography for Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, and it's literally you're spelling the entire word. There's hand movements and gestures for each letter. And it is marathon moving. It's like when you speed up like a podcast or like a YouTube video to like three <laughs> times speed. Right. Multiply that by two. Exactly. And they did it twice because yeah. it was in the show and then they did it again at Bows. And let me tell you what, that was the craziest choreography lesson. We had so many videos. We'd slow it down. We'd speed it up. We'd practice it again and again and again. And they nailed it. And it's just... Very satisfying that we were able to yeah. do it. I just love Aladdin. 
Like the oh, music in yes. Aladdin is just so good. It's very good. Yeah, classic Disney. Just beautiful storytelling. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Agony from Into the Woods <laughs> is one of my favorite songs right? of all time. Not even just from our show with Kyle and Sebastian just doing it, which is hilarious to it reminisce is. on. Into the Woods was the first show I ever worked on when I was in eighth grade. They were sixth grade, weren't they, at the time? When I was in eighth grade, I was in the pit band for Rossi Middle School's Into the Woods. Oh, so you you already like knew the show coming into it. Oh my god! So I was like, right? I was like, oh, I know this show. I like this show. It's fun. (laughs) And that scene, even when I was in the pit band, killed everybody. Everybody. The you jest line. (laughs) One of the best lines in. All of theater. Yes. (laughs) And it's funny because even when we were rehearsed and the kids would ask, well, can Sebastian and Kyle sing Agony like before we leave? It's so good. It's so good. We're going to have to, we're going to have to ask them to do that one of these days. Yeah. Totally. Yes. So Kyle, Sebastian, this is your warning. Sound drop. It's yes. That should be your sound check song. Like when kids do the sound check, like we always pick, like we always tell them, hey, pick a song, you know, so we could hear your, you know, vocal levels, or whatever. It should be their audition song. It's, <laughs> Come on now. Yes. Now you have to audition together for every song in the future, <laughs> singing agony. Period. Uh, <laughs> Done. Period. You you'll, be, you'll be cast in every show. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other? What was the other show at the middle school that I did? Mm. Why am I blanking? It I was know, I'm blanking too. Shrek, but we don't really talk about Shrek. <laughs> uh, it was Into the Woods. It was Mary Poppins. Were you there for Little Mermaid? No. No. I, you know, it, I always get it confused because we didn't have a middle school show last year, so it doesn't line up with Right, everything. it doesn't line up, so yeah. So I've only done four middle school shows That's with you. That's true, right. So oh, man. Shrek, Into the Woods, Mary Poppins, and Aladdin. That's right. Yeah, and then last year would have been Moana. I was so mad. <laughs> so ready for that, but God willing, it'll happen in 2021, hopefully in June. We're trying to solidify those dates. And if it happens, guess where you'll hear it first? Right here. Right here on the podcast. Season 1.5. That's right. <laughs> 1.5. Um, trying to think if there's anything else to I don't think so. Touch on. Hopefully next time we'll be indoors and we will have access to the building. The set will look a little more like Washington Heights. And we will have literally full-on run-throughs getting these kids, you know, Used to being in their character. Hopefully you guys like the clips. Oh, yes. You got to see the clips. So we might have to bring the webcam back next week. Yeah, totally. Bring the webcam. Have the clips. I just, I laugh at myself sometimes. I just, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff I come up with and the stuff I say, I'm like, was We're I just really riffing. going that route? I know. <laughs> just a regular conversation for us. <laughs> like, if we didn't have microphones, this whole discussion would happen regardless. Regardless, exactly. So Which now is we hilarious. We record it and now we have it forever. Now it's archived. <laughs> uh, follow the socials. That's Stay it. up to date with everything. Yes, I'm sure sir. we'll be tweeting and posting the link to uh, the show ticks for you. That's it. Link. Yeah. One week. One week. Literally a week from tomorrow. Well, today, today if you're listening. Yeah, to you're it. right. Today, yeah, because. We're going to get those ticket sales out to our cast and crew first. Uh, again, limited seating for in-person. But 
unlimited for the Club. live stream. At Buna Drama Club for At Buna Drama Club Twitter for and IG. your Twitter and IG, yep. And our website uh, is linked in all our socials, so you can click the website. It'll have the link directly to showticksforyou.com. Merch is linked in the podcast Merch is linked. Yeah, man. We're, we're all over the place. You have no excuse. You can follow you on Twitter. That's at right. At Drama Queen. <laughs> Drama C- Queen CDB. B. You can That's follow right. me at my old AOL Instant Messenger screen name. <laughs> Shout out AIM. Oh, my God. That's old. That's where I got my Twitter handle from. No because way. The E was taken, so the E is a three. K B I Z Z L three one one. There you go. But it's supposed to be K Bizzle eleven. Nice. That was the nickname given to me in seventh grade when I moved to a wow, new school. Wow, no and way. It just stuck. And, and then there it went, went K Bizzle, K Biz, and then K B. Just a different variations variation depending on who you are. <laughs> but you'll always be K B to me. That's what I am. <laughs> uh, and then. Subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Because you new, don't want to miss. Got a new rating. We're up to 25 star ratings and reviews. What? Oh my God. People like us. Look at that. That's so nice. Except if Apple could stop purging five star ratings and reviews from other podcasts that are produced through our <laughs> studio, that'd be <laughs> fantastic. Lost like 10 reviews on like six different podcasts. Ridiculous. Really? Get your act together. Oh, come on, guys. Give us those reviews. I was like, come on. Let's get to 25 five-star ratings and reviews before next week bam let's do that yes make that happen listeners let's stanford we're still open to jersey swapping totally yes let's make it happen yo and shout out to the women's basketball team facts let's go one point win way to show first title since 92 i wasn't even born wow i i was probably still in high school (laughs) (laughs) we're not gonna talk about that it was a year before i was born Don't know if I was thought but of yeah, yet, but you know. What a great game. Shout out to the win for Stanford University. Russell Wilson's sister on that team. Yeah, that's what I heard. Exactly. Well done, ladies. Straight ballers. We'll have a In the Heights BRHS Drama Club merch shirt for you. Facts. Just drop the Addy. That's right. Drop the address. Drop we'll the get address. <laughs> and uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, working on getting on some other platforms soon, too. Yep. No excuse. You have a place to listen for us. And uh, we'll have clips back next week because we won't be in a car. I know. <laughs> we won't be tailgating our podcast next <laughs> week. <laughs> we'll be indoors. And uh, we should have some other, like, in the barrio announcements. Barrio! Yes. Coming soon once they're locked down, locked down. Exactly. A lot of stuff coming to your way, so... I think with all that being said, cue the blackout.